This is the Memphis Real Estate Hour on KWAM. And now here's your host, Dean Harris. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Crest Core Real Estate Hour. Made a little adjustment in our name. <laughs> Sounds weird, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Welcome to the Crest Core Real Estate Hour, guys. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Dean Harris. I'm with Crest Core Realty over on Summer Avenue in Memphis. Uh, we're also on Facebook Live this morning, guys, so please join us there. The Memphis, well, actually, it's changed on Facebook Live, too. It's the Crest Core Real Estate Hour. Uh, so you can go there today and watch us live here this morning, or you can go uh, at your own leisure. I post the shows uh, after we're finished here, so I, there's probably 50 to 60 of our past shows that are on there now. So you can tune in to the uh, show's Facebook page, the Crest Core Real Estate Hour, and you can go on there and um, listen to some of the old shows at your leisure. Uh, the Crest Core Real Estate Hour concentrates on investing uh, in West Tennessee real estate. We'll focus on all those related topics uh, we'll discuss local and national investment trends, as well as give you an inside look at what it takes to become an investor, uh, or what it you know takes to become a bigger and better investor if you're already in the in the investment world. I remind you guys every single show too that I am an investor. So if you have that old home that you need to sell quickly, uh, or if you know someone that has that old home, an old home they need to sell quickly, shoot me a quick email, Dean at CrestCore.com. I'll get you a cash offer on that home today. And let's see, last week on the show, we talked about the five C's of credit and how to become a bankable investor. So if you are interested in knowing a little bit more about what those five C's of credit are, go to the show's Facebook page, the Crest Core Real Estate Hour, um, and you can check it all out there and listen to last week's show. Uh, Today, we have done a little bit... Uh, we've done a show similar to this in the past. Uh, it's, it's called Now I'm Ready. Today we're going to talk about getting yourself ready to invest. It's kind of a uh, precursor. precursor to that. Yeah, yeah. Dan Butler with Crush Core Realty is here with me. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are good. you? Good, good, good. Let's dive right into this. Um, getting yourself ready to become a real estate investor. Um, you know, I, I, I get tons of calls every week from investors. Yeah. Um, and, and half of them are experienced, knowledgeable or knowledgeable, they've read, they've listened yeah. to podcasts or this show or bigger pockets or something. And then about half of them are, are just kind of dipping their toe in the water. Yeah, they think they want to do it. They've heard good things. Yeah. They're trying to decide, is this something they want to do? Right. <clears throat> so, you know, I, I have something that I tell everybody and I, I go through it. I, I usually, you know, use the analogy of, Hey, we're a quick moving brokerage. We have, um, uh, lots of, uh, uh, sales and transactions every month with experienced investors. Mm-hmm. It isn't that we don't want to spend the time with you, but what we need you to do is to get a little further. I, I use the floors on a hotel. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're moving at ten to ten to eleven on a fifteen story building. You know, we're moving pretty quick. If you're at one and two, I, I need you to you know get to four or five. Just educate yourself educate, a little bit yeah. more. What are some of the things, Dan, that when when you you think of getting yourself ready uh, to be a real estate investor that you think of? Well, to me, some of it just starts with humility, you know, just understanding that, you know, you could be the smartest person in the room and, and investing in real estate, you know, nothing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, so we all started at that same spot. So just, just recognizing that you don't know it and recognizing that you got to be a student mm-hmm. and you got to learn and you got to start from somewhere, you know? So, you know, 
the worst investor is one that thinks they know it all and just starts buying. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's that's like a train wreck ready to happen. So I think yeah. one you know one of my goals personally for this show is it, this specific show today is just yeah. kind of like let's get the mindset ready. Let's understand the pros and cons, the 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 limited beliefs, the, the issues that you're going to face, mm-hmm. you know, just mentally. I'm not, this is all about mental today. I mean, to me that yeah. it's getting over that hump, you know, cause I talk to a lot of people that, that Dan or say, Hey, I'm ready. I want to do this. I want to do this. And they've been telling me that for years, years two yeah. years, three years. I've got some people that have been, I actually have a friend that came to me last week and said, Hey, I'm getting ready to do it. Get into this, yeah. you know, and He's been telling me that for almost three full years. Right. I'm ready to get into it. I was like, well, man, you just you know you just tell me, but just there, do it. You've yeah. got to you've got to take that plunge at some point um, because you can overthink this, you can overanalyze it, you can overdo it. You know, because there's a fine line of hey, I don't know anything, mm-hmm. and I'm you know I, I got to know more. I got to know more. You always have to think that. So there is kind of that line of hey, you know. Take that plunge and, and jump off the bridge. I mean, if you th- <clears throat> if you think you've just bought your personal house a couple of years ago, well, I bought a house before. You know, like this is <laughs> it's <a> completely different. <laughs> completely different. So, I mean, I think yeah. just understand you need to be a student of the game, and then you just gotta have that desire to have you know something more, something you know mm-hmm. something bigger than just your nine to five or you know what you're you're currently doing. You you gotta have a desire for some some long term different, you know, uh, outcomes, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You, uh, what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over expecting the same result, right? That's right. You, you're not gonna, if you don't, if you want these goals, but you're continuing to do the same thing that you have that hasn't reached them, then that's, you know, you, that's in the insanity definition. Yeah. I right mean, there. and I think we're just trying to bust through the, the, the mindset of, you know, just pour money in your 401k and that's it. You know, like yeah. you can take it another, you know, 10 X level as yeah. Grant Cardone sure. talks as we love to reference him. But I mean, you got to just consider a lot of, a lot of different things. You, you know, this isn't a get rich quick. Yeah. I was about to say things yeah. to consider when yeah. we're talking about getting yourself ready. What are some of those things? It's, it's not get rich quick. I mean, you know, I've been doing this since 2001. Yeah. It's a slow burn, a slow process, lots of up and down. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a, you know, we call, we always say it's a marathon, not a sprint. Mm-hmm. So if you think this is a sprint, this is probably not the business for you. No, or flipping is for you. Or flipping or wholesaling. Some transactional quick quick money type stuff. But if if you're looking to like buy real estate and hold it, you know, and maybe you do some flips and some wholesale or just different things along That's the way. That's what I do. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I'm not a flipper. Right. But if I have an opportunity that comes in front of me, I'll do it. Right. You know what I mean? But that's I, not your main no, your I'm, main goal is to get some buy and hold. And so mm-hmm. you can sit on the beach in 25 years. and That's the plan, man. <laughs> Hopefully a little quicker than 25 years. But yes. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's um, right. You know, you got to, to me, it's always, you know, you got to put more than just your nine to five. Mm-hmm. You know, if you think it's just going to be like yeah. part of your day, you know. That ain't going to work. No. I mean, I. There was years I put 90 plus, I mean, I still put a lot of hours, but I mean, there was years I put 90 plus hours, my day job, and I was building a real estate, you know, portfolio. Mm -hmm. And that, you got to understand, like, you got to put that extra effort. You know, whatever's worth having is worth putting that extra effort. Now, long term, you know, in the next few weeks, we'll talk about your team and leveraging others. I'm not saying it all has to be on you. Yep. But what I am saying, you're going to put extra, it's, it's just not going to come eat. Just pushing buttons. Yep. Does that make sense? Oh, uh, it makes total sense. You're not going to be able, because if you could, Dan, everyone would do it. If, if, it, if right. it's something that you could spend an hour and a half on, 
a couple of times a week while you're doing your full-time job, then there would be way more people doing this. Yeah. What makes this, I guess, unique is that it does take, you know, almost a full-time effort after, um, after your regular job. Yeah. Early morning, lunches, after work, whatever weekends, it takes. whatever it takes. I mean, you, yeah. you got to start somewhere. Number one, the education piece. Yep. You know, and understanding. So that's going to take, I mean, think how many classes MIG puts on. They, they had one last Saturday, you know, on uh, land trust and they've done, you know, foreclosure auctions and they've just done all kinds of classes in education that you can go, you know, and there's hundreds of people there, you know, but that they're trying to educate themselves. So like versus sitting on the couch and, and watching basketball and, and nothing wrong with that, yeah, you know, but long-term exponential, you know, game changing type lifestyle, you know, wealth you creation, all that stuff, a little bit, get yourself ahead. You're, you're just going to be in the grind of the nine to five if you just stick to that mentality. So pro athletes are like this a little bit and that they're always thinking, you know, and, and I don't mean all pro athletes, but you know, the Kobe's and the Bryant's and the LeBron's and the people that are really standing out. I mean, they're in the gym all the time. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? They're, they're practicing and working at their craft all the time. Other people are partying and chilling. Uh, they're they're in the gym working on their craft. This is a similar type. Yeah, like of thing. Larry Bird used to shoot thousands, thousands after practice, after. right? Yeah, I, it it yeah. was, you know, the, the work that the guys put in. Like, okay, they just two, think they sh- show up. Two hours of practice is yeah. over. I mean, no, no. I mean, you know, Larry would go shoot a thousand shots after practice, right. and, and Michael would go and do his thing, and LeBron, yeah. I'm sure, has a routine. These guys oh. don't just come to practice when the team makes you to and go. So I'm, I'm saying all that to. To tell you that you've got to make your own decision with this. That's you, right. you have to. You, you can't just say what Dean and Dan tell you to on the radio or what Bigger Pocket says. You have to do whatever it takes. And I'm gonna give my wife credit here. She she had a good saying with this. We were talking about something else, but um, I, I was talking about someone you know putting their time into a job and putting their time into something. And, and she had a great saying to it. And and, th- and this is it. You will reach your goals and you will reach your potential when time doesn't matter to you anymore. Mm. And what I what I mean by that is like you're you're not looking at the watch going, man, I've spent two hours doing this, or I got an hour to go. For I got an to get hour to go or, before I can yeah. go. I, I've set my limit today. I, I, Forty yeah. more minutes, and I can go to the bar, or I can go visit with friends, or right. whatever it is. When time doesn't matter to you, this will become a successful venture for you. Whenever you, whenever you throw that time slot out and you're just doing what it takes to be successful, mm-hmm. that's when you'll start to, 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 you know, everything will click to you. What else do you think of Dan when uh, we talk about things to consider? Yeah, just There's no secret formula, mm-hmm. you know, everybody thinks they have a secret sauce, <laughs> you know, like, you know, I, I, how many people you meet out there? It's like, they kind of hold everything close to the vest. Like, so people ask me about the radio show all the time. Like, you know, y'all tell everything y'all do and what y'all haven't done or yeah. won't do or mistakes you've made and coaching people how to do all this stuff. And I'm like, man, you know, number one, I want to do that. Give back. So others are giving to me. Mm-hmm. And number two, 99% of the people you share this stuff with won't do anything with it. That's the point. Yeah. I could tell you, I could tell you if there was a secret sauce, I could give it to everybody. Right. Only one person out of a hundred is going to take it and use it. That's right. Which, yeah. and, and happy for those guys, you know, like yeah. that's who's going to, as we're talking today, that's, that's, that's who, I don't know if I say deserves, but who's earned, yep. you know, that extra, you know, that wealth creation, that having some assets, you know, under the belt after their nine to five, you know. When I'm talking to an investor, I say that all the time. There's no secret sauce. Mm-hmm. I just tell it's them. Basic. I say, it's hey, when I'm talking to you on the phone, Mr. Investor, 
I'm not, I'm not telling you anything that you can't go listen to or go find or go hear somewhere else. Yeah. There's no real secret sauce that Crush Core Brokerage is coming up with to find you houses. We're just yeah. working hard. We're being very honest and upfront with you. Same thing as if I'm telling you as an investor how to get started, not necessarily just with us, but just period. There is no like, you know, hidden treasure secret formula. Right. It's just not there. Most most people will share everything with you. It's just a matter of you as an individual doing it or not doing it. Correct. You know, yeah. it's your mindset. We're talking about that today. Um, it, so it's your mindset of how you're going to get to it. I'm talking with Dan Butler of Crest Core Realty. We're uh, talking about getting yourself ready to invest. We're talking about things to consider. Uh, there's no, you know, get rich quick. Uh, this is a marathon and not a sprint. Uh, there's no real secret formula we've talked about. What else, Dan, when we talk about things well, to consider? You're going to fail. Mm-hmm. You know, no doubt about it. Like, I was talking to an investor yesterday in California, and I was just like, he was looking at sixty or $600 rentals, $30,000, and I was just being brutally honest. And so here I am being, being brutally honest. You're going to fail. You're going to lose time. Yeah. You're going to lose money. You're going to be stressed out. You're going to get emotional, you know, like <laughs> and you're going to blame us. You're, you're going to blame us. That's yeah. right. You're going to blame somebody. Mm-hmm. So we've all been through those, those different levels. You know, there's, there's years that I paid property tax out of my W2. You know, I don't, there's no, yeah. I, it is what it is. I tell people that like there was years, you know, and I chose to put my notes on short term yep. for a reason, which made it really tight. So like, so there was stress involved. There was time. You know, there's communication with your family to make sure they understood what you're doing. Yep. So this isn't just a, um, again, no secret formula, not get rich quick. It's just, it's just putting your head down and, and learning and doing, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you have to, um, you know, you're going to fail with your partnerships. Yeah. You're going to fail with, you know, um, people you work with, you know, your uh, friends, you're going to have to redo, you know, how many times we've seen investors come in and say, I want that five $30,000 houses. Yep. And then a year later they've sold all those and now they're buying $75,000 houses. I have had that happen multiple times. Multiple. With investors. You know, cause they think, you know, and you know, you and I both, we don't try to like talk them out of it, No, but we just incur, we just try to be brutally honest on the pluses and minuses of each category. Yeah. I'll tell an investor right up front, an out of state investor that you do not need to get into anything under 50 grand. And truthfully, maybe it's sixty grand. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, I, it, it's a fine line, or right it's a fifty grand house. It better be in a good area. But if it's fifty to sixty, I think you're kind of in the gray mm-hmm. area. Anything above sixty, I think, is where you should be as an out of state investor. Now, us local guys, we'll buy. You know, I'll buy something cheaper than that, right? Just because I'm here and we can handle it, and that's what I tell investors. Hey, I'm, I'm I work for a, a company where we manage and do everything here. I can get things done pretty quickly. You're 2,000 miles away. You'd prefer not to hear about a loose toilet seat. You know what I mean? Right. Like, those things, to, to me, because they're taking that leap of faith of something that's so far away. And, and we're talking about this like no one from Arkansas invests here. But, I mean, like the 90% no, of my clients are from the West know. Coast or North or New York or whatever it may be. I think we've had one client from Arkansas, by the way. Well, two. I think of two. And one sold everything. Yeah, Ferris. Is and now he's back in uh, Arkansas buying commercial. But so uh, you know that 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 fifty to sixty grand mark is where I tell investors don't don't go below it. And, and I mean, I, I say I shouldn't say absolutes because we we try to not to do that on the show. But you're setting yourself up for a much much riskier venture if you go below. Well, I it's just say much like more that. more more volatile yeah. situation. So again. It's the risk reward thing, you know, like same thing with stocks, you know, yeah. I had a great meeting with a financial advisor Friday and we were, he was talking about how 
his magic number is 20 stocks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, that's so interesting because we always say 10 houses. Is the magic his number. was 20 stocks. And his point was, you're going to have one dog that just is tanking, but sh- you know, 19 aren't going to tank all at the same time. Right. And so that's why he's a firm believer in stocks versus mutual funds. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> you know, so, you know, this was a fun exercise for me, you know, because I started thinking about what does it take, you know, to get, get yourself ready? What does it take? You're going to have to get your patience. You know, mm-hmm. what the kind of patience level do you have? Mm-hmm. What kind of perseverance level? You know, like what, mm-hmm. you know, where, where do you stand in that, that, that realm? Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to have to put sweat equity. We keep hammering that home. It's not a nine to five, no. ex, you know, happens during your nine to five. This is, this is overtime. I think you, you should know? hammer it even even more. It's not, you know, we, we've said it a few times, even already this morning. You're not going to be able to do this on your lunch hour. No, this is not something. If if you haven't if you haven't researched this enough yet, and you're just now getting into it, this is not something you're going to be able to do at Nukes at lunch. Yeah, you know, I handle a lot of things at Nukes at lunch, but <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, but you're not you're not going to be able to get started uh, and get this done in, in an hour time frame. And, and you go home and don't think about it anymore, and you're not thinking about it on the weekends. I mean, it, it's a, I don't want to say full-time job, but it's close to it, especially oh, at first. If you're going to massive scale, like, and yeah. I say massive, 10, 20, 30, yep. you know, I don't know if you know this, but I think we've talked about this before, but most of the houses nationwide that are investment property, you know, probably 90% are one or two house owners. Yeah. You know, we still talk about these hedge funds that bought all this stuff, but uh, they're the one, two percenters. Yeah. Just, they have one or two houses. Mm-hmm. It, 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 you know, that's not massive. We're not, we're not talking about that right now. So make no. sure what the listeners understand. If you're trying to build wealth and retire, I mean, yeah. I guess you could categorize it like that's that. That's a good way to say You're it. not going to categorize off one single family home or two or three. No, I mean, but two, two houses, two houses is probably equivalent to eight to $10,000 net income a year mm-hmm. after it's paid off and all your expenses. I mean that. That's if that's the stars. Align. That's not. That's not uh, retirement money. No. That's not lifestyle change. That's, there's no shift. I mean, that's a little extra. You know, take your wife to dinner, do some extra things with the kids, pay maybe a car note, pay a car note, that kind of stuff. But that's not. That's not taking care of your full like no. you know, monthly uh, expense. So, no. uh, Dan, what else do you, you know when it comes to what does it take? I think uh, you have to have a plan. Yeah. You know, what do you mean by that? Like a plan. You know, and we'll get that get that in the coming weeks about getting ready. Or you know, now you're ready, but like getting your team. You know, what type of properties? Mm-hmm. How many? Who's going to finance them? You know, like, I, and this is super important because if you don't have this, you're just gonna you're gonna be willy nilly everywhere. Yeah, and, and it's you're just gonna be stumbling, mm-hmm. and it's gonna it's gonna feel rough. You know, but if you have a plan and you got your team and you got everything lined out, now the plan's gonna have to be adjusted. That's what I wrote. You know. Um, just readjust that plan, you know, like yeah. it's going to, you know, you're, you're creating a perfect world plan. This is where I'm going. This is what I'm doing. But inevitably, yeah, you're gonna have to adjust it and move it. And so again, that's something you got to understand. Like mm-hmm. you might've said you're going to go with X contractor and you get into it and he's that, terrible, he's or terrible, terrible or too, too costly, or he can't get to your bids fast enough to make offers. I mean, there's all, so you have to like adjust on the fly, but at least you know you got the plan to <clears throat> now I just need a different contractor. Yeah. And then after the contractor, who's your closing attorney and all that kind of stuff. So have that kind of laid out. So the plan, here's something else that I've always, and, and this, this applies to a lot of stuff, but continuous learning. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to constantly be learning and educating yourself on the process. I've been mm-hmm. a licensed real estate agent since 2002. 
Mm-hmm. And there's not a month, I won't say day because it's just, but there's not a month that goes by that I don't hear something new or learn something new or hear of somebody doing something different uh, than what I'd previously mm-hmm. thought you know, was a way to do it. You're, you're going to yeah. constantly be educating yourself. There's going to be new products and new, I mean, like, are you, you know, are you still putting in the same floors you were in 2000? No, no, I'm on like not. my fifth, sixth version. Yeah. yeah. Are you buying in the same exact areas you were in 2000? No, nope. there's nope. some areas I won't ever buy again. So, <laughs> well, and I mean, that, that is coming from someone who's been doing, I've been buying for a couple of years now, but you've yeah. been I mean, 17 years. Yeah. You're yeah. pushing 20 years doing this. 20. Come on now. Don't, that sounds old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only I'm 30, but I've been buying real 15 plus years. How about we just do 15 plus? <laughs> stay with it. <laughs> to stay that for the next 20 years. <laughs> been doing 15 plus years. Well, so so the message, though, is that you're going to have to adapt. That's right. I love to use the, you know, like I, I tell my investors, I turn into a chameleon for them. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever their goals are, yep. whatever their, you know, that I'm here to help guide you mm-hmm. in the best path for those goals. So I love Randall and Brooke laugh at me every time I say the word chameleon. But I mean, I use it a lot because it's a... It's a pretty good analogy, and I think it's something investors want to know they have in, in, in an agility. Agent. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just, that's I, all you're saying. I'm not you're stuck in one path. I'm no. not telling you that there's only one way to buy real estate, and it's the mm-hmm. best way, and it's my way. I actually don't have a way. I have the way that I buy it, and right. I'll tell you that if you want to know it. Right. But there's other, you know, like I wouldn't, I don't buy one percent products, but there's plenty of people that, that really like that, product. that love the product and right. love it, and that's fine. So what my job is to go get you that best one percent product that I can find. That's you. right. In the best area. So, yes, continuous learning and adapting is something. What else, Dan, when, uh, what I mean, does it take? T- the next three, really the next four, I think, are really critical. You know, just removing emotion from your mindset. You know, like, I how many, this is huge. I mean, how many times you get an investor and they destroyed my house and just they get so upset. And it's like, guys, all it is is paint and some sheetrock. You know, like, and a little bit extra flooring. We'll get this thing back on the market. Don't, you know, mm-hmm. let's don't let it ruin your next, you know. It's kind of like diehard college football fans that just, the whole weekend's ruined when Clemson, well, no, Clemson doesn't lose anymore. And Alabama loses. Alabama. We can talk about this. <laughs> but your team loses, and then you're just yeah. done for the day. Yeah. You know, oh, same, I know plenty of people like that. Yeah, so kind of the same thing for a house. Like, <laughs> you're ha- like, you know. My favorite story I love to tell of me learning this the most is when I had a fire and burned up four units my first month of owning an apartment building. Like, <laughs> hey, how you're still in it? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, did you not have second thoughts right then of what am I doing? N- no, you I didn't just, even have the right insurance in place. Am I right? I had no renter's insurance. I was underinsured. Yeah, I had a hundred hundred and ten thousand dollar construct rehab bid to put the units back together, and the insurance wanted to pay me fifty seven. I know the numbers. I remember them like the back of my hand. Oh. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I was just like, I was 27, didn't know what I was going to do. So that was that, but no, I didn't, I, I was just like, I got to figure this out. The same, this, it's that same thing. Like the next one is remove your limited beliefs. You know, if you sit there and say, well, I can't figure, I can't, I, I'm going to have to just give it the, the bank back this apartment. No. Or uh, how am I going to figure this out and make it work? It. So I just started calling my contractor friends and I called my attorney friends and got some guidance on how to talk to the insurance company and guys, this is you know. not, I think this, this last 30 seconds is extremely valuable and important. Um, and so I almost want to, almost want to repeat it, but you're not going to get into this and, and, and everything's going to be perfect. Dan just shared a story. Your very first thing you bought was an apartment complex, correct? 19 unit. Yeah. In Frazier. In Frazier. Had a fire within a month. Within a month. I hadn't paid the first mortgage payment. Had a fire, a hundred thousand dollars worth of damage. 
you weren't you didn't have it admittedly have it insured properly that's right the insurance company is now telling you they're only going to give you fifty seven thousand dollars yep you needed a hundred and some change yep and you battled through that talked to the insurance company you were able to get what were you able to get it all no about 85 which is better than 57 it's better than 57 and then i was able to refinance with the bank you know and because the the appreciation the time frame it was in i was very blessed in that regard yeah. i was able to get that difference but but i lost a year mm-hmm. of paying down that more i went up thirty thousand in my mortgage and i lost a year so instead of a 15-year path i was on a 16-year path and paying more yeah paying more per month mm-hmm. you know so this is going to happen i mean it might not happen to to you or to to, to your friend but it's going to happen um, to somebody my mom bought one mm-hmm. first one she bought burnt to the ground i forgot about that not yeah. damage it was gone burnt, yeah i mean there there was a there were four brick walls <laughs> everything on everything on the inside was gone she she did have the right insurance. They you yeah. know, she rebuilt the home and, and she's now it's more. cash flowing and she's bought more. So yeah. of course I had you know it, I, I promise you it took a little talking off the ledge. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you imagine my my evening? You're her psychiatrist. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did turn into more of a therapist, therapist than, yeah. uh, than a son and son. a real estate yeah. uh, you know advisor. But yeah, so it's going to happen to you. Uh, just keep that in mind. You've got to fight and find a way through it. So none of this is going to be easy. This is not an intent to scare you. But what it is intended to do is to make you aware that you're, you might have to adjust on the fly. Yep. There's going to be some curveballs thrown at you. And, and how do you react to those? Removing your limited beliefs, Dan, uh, and, and removal of excuses. I love this one. Yep. Talk about excuses. What excuses yeah. do you hear? You know, no time, no money. Mm-hmm. My credit's bad or it's not. I don't really have credit. I don't, I don't have any knowledge of the industry. It's like, guys, all that's solvable. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're just yeah. making excuses of Sounds keeping like. yourself from doing it. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I talked to a guy, uh, uh, this this team that I know was selling an apartment building, and I could tell before it went south that it was going south. Like as far as like he was analysis by paralysis. He was second guessing every single piece of the the process. Spreadsheet professional. Spreadsheet professional. Making every excuse of why it wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were want me to schedule time on this actually to, to today or tomorrow to meet with them. And mm-hmm. they say, no, they canceled the trip. Cause he, he bowed out, you know, like, <laughs> and it's like, and it's because of limited beliefs and you know, the, the excuses and just didn't end the motions. And, you know, I mean, all that tied into in, and fear. We'll talk about that next. I mean, mm-hmm. like that's, that's, that's a big deal. So, um, massive action. Tell me what you mean by massive action when it talks about what it does take. You know, I saw this in your notes and I, I, I didn't, you know, usually I can take our notes and I can add some to that yeah. massive action. I want to know what you meant by massive action. What, this is falls under what, you know, what does it take to, to become an investor? I mean, it takes, takes all what we just talked about. It's going to take, you got to dive in and listen to bigger pockets and listen to maybe even our podcast or listen to a re, read the book, millionaire real estate investor, you know, um, anything you can get your hands on that people recommend yep. to get that knowledge. And it's going to take time. That, well, that number one takes time just to get that knowledge. It's going to take time to get those relationships. Yep. And it's going to take time to, to get your bank set up. It's going to take time. This is all massive action. These are yeah. all action item plans and things yeah. that you need to do. Again, this is not to buy one or two. Yeah. You know, yep. we're, we're trying to set people up to buy 10 plus. Yep. You know, I, mm-hmm. I just truly believe you're going to get into this. Get in it for 10 plus, you know, houses. That's that's 10, 
20 is really, the, I think, the number, to be honest. But 10 is like a, a good business that can sustain itself. 20 is like, I can live off 20. Yeah, you can. People can live off 10, but 20, you can, you know, you can pretty much pay every bill if they're all paid off. And, you know, you pick the right houses. Yep. You know, you can live off 20. Mm-hmm. So um, Massive action. I love it. Um, yep. We've, I'm not going to recap everything, but yeah. we talked about things to consider. Um, what it does take to become an investor. Um, and then here are, you know, the biggest obstacle, and it's pretty obvious, but what, you know, Dan, the biggest obstacle that people have with this is what? I mean, failure. Or fear of failure. Fear of failure. Yeah. Fear of losing everything. Fear of losing money. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, just everybody has their own fear, you know, fear that people are going to think you don't know what you're doing. Well, no, you don't. I, I don't, I still don't know what I'm doing in every you know aspect of real estate. I'm still learning, you yeah. know, the finance business, still learning multifamily and com- commercial is one that, you know, I'm still learning a ton on that one. So, so, so you, you're not, you're not uh, immune to fear. Even after 17 years or 18 years of no. investing in real estate, you still have fears. Yeah. And I don't know. See, I just, I spend it though. I don't look at it as a fear. I look at it as an opportunity. <laughs> I, I do that. I look at it as coming out of my comfort zone. Yeah. And that's this radio oh, did show. Did you look at my notes? No, no. I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, I hadn't. <laughs> that's right. No, I, I stamped up received earlier, yeah. but I. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Received. Received. No, I, mine has been uh, so. Uh, when I started this radio show, I had been an agent for 14 years. Yeah. I'm not the agent that like takes the picture with me with my cell phone up by my head and puts it on billboards and things like that. So coming on the air with no broadcasting background or no experience in radio whatsoever was an enormous leap for me. Yeah. We, I feel like we've gotten a little bit better at this. It's not quite as choppy as it used to be, but this was a fear of mine to come on and, and, and talk about investing in real estate on the radio. So that was just, I mean, like I had the same fear. I'm an introvert. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't like talking. Yeah. I mean, this has been, <laughs> I'd rather not speak rather to not you speak at all. I'd rather not speak at all, yeah. yeah. But here I am on the radio. It's well, like, I mean, but it is true, right? I yeah. mean, like you've got that, I have that, but what we figured, not figured, we knew that this would change a little bit about our business in the sense that we could, we could come on here and this is not a sales pitch and you, and the listeners are choosing to tune in, right? Mm-hmm. So we very rarely talk about Cresco Realty on here. We, we yeah. very rarely talk about what we provide on here versus we're just teaching you how to be an investor. That's right. And um, that was one of my biggest fears. So, I mean, like... What's another... Can you think of any other comfort zone examples you can think of? Because I think these are, these are good, I think, examples of um, stories that you and I have been through. Yeah. So, uh, delegating time, you know, I, I, I always thought that if I wanted to get done, I had to do it. You had to do it. Yeah. So I've never had a team like I've had for the past few years here. So I, I've always just done it myself or I had one person to help me, you know, and I could kind of lean on that. But even that one person would, that would position would rotate with different people. <laughs> I, I laugh. So, so depending on my team, is has been one. Well, I laugh when I hear that. Cause I, I mean, I had the same fear, but you know, I think that how many times you hear people say, well, I just got to do it myself. Nobody can do it like I can. And you know what my response now is? What? You're right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. But you got to be, become okay with, you know, you know, we had a, a president of a bank one time tell us that somebody that he would hire could only do 75% of what he can and will, isn't willing to do. You know, because he's going to work insane yeah. hours, insane action. It's his business. It's his business. 
But what he would do is hire two people at 75%. And so, so they could get the job done. So now he's like, I'm doing 150%. Now it took me two people, but I'm doing 150% of what I could do by myself. Yeah. And I was like, I was a very wise comment that I've kind of hung on to for myself. Just, you know, yes, that just get over the fact that whoever, you know, you use or implement or help leverage, they're not going to. So that's not a, you, you got to keep your eye on the prize at the end. And yeah. what is the end for me, for me? And we've talked about this is, this is another thing we've talked for me. It's to pay off X amount of rentals so I can retire. Mm-hmm. Well, all along the way, if someone's going to make money off of me, hard money or whatever it is, it's not the greatest deal. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Cause the eye on the price, the mm-hmm. end goal is what I'm trying to get to. If you go through it a little bit different way, fine. You, the example you just gave, the guy was, you know, paid two people to, to, to do one job. He ended up getting a little bit more than that one job. Probably not something he wanted to do. I can't imagine he wanted to hire two people to do it. Right. But he made that decision. He got it done, and they're doing even more. That's, That's kind of right. like with what we're telling you. Hard money is not the best interest rate. It's not the best program to use. But right. if it's one that you can use, I'm just using that as an yeah. example. To get to that end road, the, the end goal to me is is what you should keep your your mind on. Is this decision right here going to help you get to this end goal? If it is, then continue on with it. Yep. You know, I just think when I think of comfort zone and fear, I think they go kind of hand in hand. I think, you know, somebody that thought that they couldn't even run a mile and they run half marathons, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, couch potato to 5K, you hear this, you know, yeah. you can do it. If you decide you're going to get off your tail and get out there and train, yep. you know, you will do it. So the same thing we're talking about, like for real estate, you got to train, you got to learn, you got to say, or right, I bought my first house, you know, mm-hmm. to live in. Now, how do I go buy my first rental? So you got to expand that comfort zone and, and get through what you're, you know, if, if any big takeaway for, for our listeners today, what are your fears? List them out. Yeah. What are your limited beliefs? Mm-hmm. What do you say you can't do and don't believe you can do? And then get a mentor or get you know some friends and try to help solve those. Don't you know this isn't a journey by yourself. You know that's something I would encourage our listeners. Like you know, buddy up with some people. You know, like yeah. and, and work together. Not you may not partner on buying stuff or whatever, but mm-hmm. at least you can partner up on helping your. You know push yourself through it, you know, hold yourself accountable and, and, and that kind of thing. So we've got respect your fear on here. What does that mean? What do you what, what do you mean when you say respect your fear? Well, just recognize it, you know, and so I always tell people, you know, hope for the best and plan for the worst. Yeah. So an example would be, you know, um, I'm, af- I'm afraid to buy that $50,000 house because I'm afraid I'm going to uh, be in debt $50,000. Yep. All right. Well, talk to enough people to understand, all right, you can put 20% down. Now you're at 40. So your biggest loss is now you're 10. Yep. Now you got a note on the 40. You know, can your personal income cover, you know, a $300 note and for how long, you know, and, and okay, well, if it goes vacant for a year and I can't fix it up because it takes $5,000, then, you know, am I okay paying on that house for several years at 300 bucks a month? Yeah. You know, you see what I'm saying? Like talk yourself, kind of that phrase, talk yourself off the ledge. I did that with the first assistant I hired years ago. I put six months of her salary aside. Mm. And before just, I hired her, and bet on and bet on and her, bet on her and myself. To, to for, I got six months to make this work. Let's you know yeah. carry it on through there. It just made me think of that. Yeah, it's just low. I call it low cost experiments. Now buying a, I wouldn't say buying a fifty thousand house is a low cost experiment. Yeah, you just got to say what's the downside that you're going to be faced with. Yeah. You know, and at the end of the day, if the bank takes it back, 
say you just fail miserably. Yeah. All right. So then your credit's ruined for seven years. You know, just think through that. Like, is that possible? Do you know yourself well enough that that, that you're gonna that that gonna happen? Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, and what I hope to do as as if you use an agent, mm-hmm. um, especially if you're using us or me, I'm hoping we're not buying anything we can't sell. Right. Go, right. go through a worst case scenario. But I'm really hoping, you know, which is giving it back to the bank. You can't unload it. You can't move it. Right. We hope to get you some stuff that you can sell. So, I mean, I, I try to limit the the thought of, hey, we got to give it back to the bank. But that is a worst case scenario. Just think yeah. about, you know, think that through and, and go through that scenario. But I, and I would not. say, to, to challenge that, I would say you don't have to give it. I mean, giving back to the bank is like worst case scenario. Yeah. You, if you talk to enough people, talk to enough agents, say, if you had a fire sale, you had to sell it tomorrow. What's that number? Mm-hmm. So if you bought that fifty thousand dollars house, you know, and, and you put ten thousand down, you've already got your ten. That's a sunk cost. That's gone. So now you got forty left. I would, I would say, venture to say, you could sell that house to somebody for twenty five thousand dollars tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow. So then you're out fifteen additional. Yeah. Look at and it again. Like, that. like it's I, just run. Yeah, and I, I hate to focus on, you know, the worst, but. I'm trying to get over that fear, help people get over that fear. Like, what's the worst that can happen to you? Yeah. I mean, I would rather, to be honest with you, I would rather pay $300 a month give, until I give could, it back and then give it back or sell it at a fire sale. I would too. You know, just do it that way until you're ready to, to, to fix it another way, get, mm-hmm. get it fixed up or whatever. So there are solutions. You just got to, you got to say, oh, I can't do anything with this house versus that's a limited belief versus what can I do with this house? What will I do with this house? Talk for 30 seconds about expanding our comfort zones because I want to make sure we get that. Yeah, just, you know. I mentioned it here with the radio. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll tell you a quick story of my daughter that's been a game changer. We did a, a leap of faith. I'll, this is my favorite story of, of comfort zone. Yeah. 20 feet up. She's got anxiety. Mm-hmm. Always has. That's just part of how God made her. Yeah. And it's 20 feet up, and then it's a plank that you walk out for 15 feet and then jump to try to, to a bar. <sighs> and, she, she, you know, the, there's 12 of us that did it. She was like number 10. And she's like, Daddy, I have to do this because everybody out there, they're counting on me to, to, do to do it. She cried the whole way up, mm-hmm. all the way to the end, jumped, asked her if she could get a modify. She jumped. But since that day, she knows now she can do about anything. Yep. You know what I mean? Like yep. it was a game changer for her. For her. And so I'm just saying the people, people we're talking to in our audience, What's your comfort zone? What's your game changer yeah. comfort zone push that you're going to come up with that that's going to change your life and get in you a different find direction? Yours. Yeah, find yours. Hey, thanks for joining me. Yeah, man. Hey, uh, appreciate you guys listening this morning to the Crest Core Real Estate Hour. Go to the show's Facebook page, the Crest Core Real Estate Hour. You can see this show here after I'm going to post it and everything else that we've uh, the last 50 or 60 weeks are on there. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next week.